Hey folks, sorry for the bit of a delay and weird addition here, but we wanted to let you know that we will not be in uh, to record this next week because I, Hammer, am going to be a little douche and I'm going to skip out of uh, Arizona for a little while, so I'll be out for a week. But we will be returning the weekend following, which will also be the first week of our Halloween movie reviews, so we might kind of add one on there. We'll see. But uh, please make sure to get your Halloween horror movie suggestions up and ready for us, and we'll see you back in about two weeks. Now on with the show. Hello and welcome to episode 415 of Spreak and Say Geek. I'm Bat. And I'm Hammer. And this is our remote Weekend Geek. Uh... A little bit of a scheduling conflict, so we aren't in person, so we are recording. Uh, it's two separate locations, so um, if the sound audio is a little off or whatever, that's the reason why. Welcome to the future. Is it the future? Close. <laughs> like, uh, I, I understand this is a way to record. Like, I get that. And it's something that works, but this is just like, um, uh, oh, what's Roll Twenty or whatever, where you can play board games online. Oh, okay. So like, this is doable if there's no other option. But man, I don't prefer this at all. Well, I still feel like this is not very favorable. Like, I really want to do ones where they do like with uh, the other podcasters. Where they basically do uh, like video and stuff like that. I know it's still not the same, but yeah. I mean, there's a video option on here that we could have done. Yes, I forgot you had a <laughs> webcam though. I do have a webcam. Next time. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to see this ugly mug though. Uh, all right, so we are going to go ahead and get into our uh, our episode here. But before we do any of that, hammer, tell me what you've been playing. <laughs> Nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing. <laughs> I did start watching Turning Point, though. Oh, did you? I got through episode four or five. Holy cat! Well, there's only five episodes. Is it? So I'm on the last episode. Holy cow! Uh, uh yeah, because it's it just I really got in my head, and I was like, okay, you mentioned it. I wanted to go watch it, so I started watching, and I couldn't stop. Jeez, it's uh, it's really well done. But it's um, hard. You, oh, well, yeah, especially... Uh, you, you Remember this? I mean, it was talking the, the scene I was telling you about of the people jumping and, like, they show it and you're just like, oh. Oh, I saw that one and then I was like, oh, this is a... Nope. And I looked away for a bit. I'm like, I don't I don't need this. I'm, I'm good. Right. I'm good. And it talks about the bombings and stuff and, and you know, it's the fascinating of, like, hey, we, we helped Obama or, I'm sorry, we helped uh, <laughs> Osama. Yeah. Like, and all along, he's like, well, you know, fuck these guys. And we're like, yeah, but let's keep helping him. And then he yeah. comes back and he's like, fuck these guys. And we're like, damn it. <laughs> mm-hmm. The the last episode, like, I don't know when they finished filming this thing, but the last episode, um, it it has stuff from this year of, uh, like, of us pulling out of Afghanistan. Did it really? Okay, yeah, we'll after the last episode then. Yeah, the last episode has... I think it goes to like April. I think maybe even yeah. like it. It's they finished wrapping it real soon. 
the, so the thing I kept on thinking about and I was watching it, so because obviously you've seen Turning Point. Did you finish all of it? Yeah, there's yeah. only five episodes. Okay. So that last part, or not the last part, but the first episode really hit hard because it kept on showing a lot of the ideas of how, one, <clears throat> how far ahead people kind of viewed some of the things and how many things we may have stopped, but we didn't stop everything. But the idea of the day of where they showed a lot of the footage and how much they had to aggregate and gather and the fact of how many different points of perspective there are of that same day Mm -hmm. and like how even the one guy was working the hospital or not the hospital the hotel and he said he didn't know until like later in the day that it was planes he just thought it was bombs because he had no clue and the idea that someone didn't know what was going on kind of blows my mind i mean you 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 don't expect it to be planes you know because i remember watching it and there and when i turned it on it was after the first plane had hit, and it looked like just just be an accident, and they didn't even know it was a, uh, you know, a, a seven thirty seven. So they just thought maybe been a Cessna or something small of some tourist like flying around, and so they're showing the picture. They're showing the tower on fire, and they're just talking and like live. You just see this other plane hit, and it's dead silent, and you're just watching, and then all of a sudden the the newscasters have to like change into news mode. Yeah, because they're all spectators at that time. Too. Yeah, they were spectators and watching them, and then it's just like, oh, oh my god, a, a second plane just hit the second. Ta-. Like you could see yeah. them; they were saying it, but they were like, "These words, are, this isn't this what is actually real. happened." But we just saw it happen, and, and so they're trying to. They're like, "Yeah, this is what happened, but that's not." And then it starts coming in of like. Uh, you know, like a half an hour later, a plane hits the Pentagon, and you're just like, "What the fuck is happening?" So, one of the scenes that you made me think of right there was they told a story about the President Bush, where he was going to go give a reading yeah. beforehand, and they tell him right as he goes in, like, "Hey, a president, uh, like a plane hit the two towers," and his comment is like, "Oh, I'm so sorry," because they thought right. maybe it was just someone who had a heart attack, literally. And then you get to see the moment where the guy describes where he goes up and tells the president a second plane is hit, we're under attack, and then you literally can see the president process it. Like, yeah. Bush literally goes from, oh, no. Well, and and I remember a lot of people were very, like, I'm not a big, a lot of people yeah. were angry on how uh, how he handled it, and I'm like, well, he's in front of, like, bunch of youths. eight-year-olds. Do you want him to get angry and flip out, or do you want him to kind of, process and try and stay calm as that's what you want your leaders to do mm-hmm. <laughs> so i was like he i feel that he actually handled that part of it yeah. really well uh, that's a, the war yeah, crimes not so much mm-hmm. you know but uh but you win some you lose some. <laughs> <laughs> um but i just wanted to say like yeah you are right this is a really it is very hard. Yes. But it is well produced. It's well thought out, well presented, but it is hard. Yeah. Which makes, yeah I, I now understand what you meant. It was hard to recommend it. Yeah, exactly. Um, it is, yeah. yeah. As for me, yes. Um, played not much. Like this last week at work was uh, a real a real bad week uh you know so much so that every day i was coming home after my kid was in bed already oh good lord um yeah so it was a really bad week at work so i I was able to get in probably 
an hour of game time where I just I, I sat down and I was like, I just want to kill something, and I don't want to because like Gears Tactics, you have to think about the, what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I just want to kill something, so I just booted up uh, uh, Outriders okay. again, and I was like, I'm just gonna kill things, and it's it's fine, but I still feel like I'm playing a beta game. Like, I still have sound issues. I was playing, and you have to be connected to the internet. And it's it's very Borderlands. It's, it's Borderlands and Destiny meets... Mm-hmm. And so I'm going through this level, and I'm killing things, and all of a sudden, it just I lose connection to the internet, and it just boots me out. I'm like, cool. You know, it's... If you don't have internet connection, you're fucked. Awesome. Like, Ugh. it's fun. It would be a lot more fun to play with people. Yeah. Um... But again, I'm playing it for free, so what do I care? <laughs> All right, so uh, we're going to go ahead and get into our streaming. Well, oh, did you watch mm. Malignant? I did watch Malignant. Yes! Okay, so we are going to do a spoiler-filled review of Malignant. This is on HBO Max, so if mm-hmm. you don't want to listen to that, uh, just skip ahead mm-hmm. until we start talking about other random tangent shit. Okay. Uh, if we were... Uh, you know, a good podcast. We put a timestamp. I mean, I could. No, you won't. That's I know I won't, but I could. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, buttons. Tell me about the brain baby. Okay, so there is a point when I was watching this movie. You told me to text you when it happened. Yes, but there is so much bullshit that happens that I'm like, what part? I need to know what part you are talking about. Because basically, when you see. The uh, baby in the back. The baby attached, and you yeah. have the little like arms. fake arms that are like, and I'm like, oh my! That's when it turns into a comedy, and I'm like, Good, I okay, don't know okay. if this was an intentional comedy, or so, if this is supposed to be taken seriously. So I saw it with a friend, and we were, um, God, what is it? There's a point in time where that starts happening, and it's all actiony, and it's so fucking silly. Well, I mean, I thought we had to wait until December to see The Matrix. <laughs> but no, we don't. No, this... Um, it's God, so fucking it? bad, right? So there's a point in time where I kept on saying this is bad. I saw it with Jana, and Jana's just going like, this is so dumb. Yeah. And I'm like, it is insanely yeah. dumb. And like, the premise isn't bad. Like, no. it, it was done in the 80s with Basket Case, right? But Basket Case was kind of like a trauma-type film. Where I don't know if this was made seriously or if this was made as a like as a prank on WB, because all of the the trailers and everything show it to be this scary, suspenseful thing, and it's like the dude who brought you Saw and Insidious brings you wonky shit, Evil Dead, or, or you know Tucker and Dale versus Evil, but not funny intentionally. But is it supposed to be funny? Like. There's so much meta to this that I don't know. I think this is going to be one of those movies that as you watch it down the line, you're going to laugh. And you're like, hey, do you guys want to watch Malignant? And you're like, oh, I mean, I laughed from the beginning. Well, the sad part is within the first 15 or 20 minutes, I was like, hey, I kind of like this. There's like little seat get up. There's little things that gave me like skin crawly kind of vibes. Nothing Mm -hmm. like jump out, but it just liked this ambiance. And then the movie continues. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And I started making guesses like, hey, maybe the cancer they cut out is her baby. 
maybe she's the baby maybe this is the future we're seeing and now we're seeing we're living through the past never thought it was her twin malignant brother that, that somehow is able to like break her bones yeah and then remand them uh, like, by the way I just her broken foo backwardsness <laughs> i couldn't stop laughing right and that's exactly like i don't know if it's supposed to be funny or not because if it's supposed to be funny this movie's great mm-hmm. if it's supposed to be taken seriously oh my god this is a comedy yeah like if it like it's a, it's a gross out comedy like with like some like body horror but really nothing too crazy that's no. worse it's just it was so bad. My favorite part, though, oh, where boy. the guy cuts off the arm, like the whatever it is, Gabriel cuts off the arm and then and throws, throws it, it at Gabriel. the other cop. But the best one was the chair. Oh, he just hug, he picks up the chair. The other side of the, I just hucks it and knocks them both out. I went, <laughs> I saw it with a buddy of ours, and with that hat, we were dying laughing. It was so wonderfully ridiculous. Oh my god! Again. You know, I'm looking for another half, aren't we all? <laughs> I love it when she said, I was looking for a blood tie or something like that. I'm like, who the fuck says this? Dude. Uh, dude. Mm-hmm. And all of the, like at the very beginning, all of the, 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 the line delivery is just, you know, he's sucking the energy out of the, he, the or he's babies. connected to the energy or whatever the, the one guy says. Oh, and yeah. then she's, you get the close up of like, we have to cut out the cancer. <laughs> like, so, again, I we, don't know if this is a horror movie or a comedy. Because if it's a comedy, it's brilliant. Is it an unintentional comedy at this point? Because, okay, so you watch the intro, right? Oh, After the whole, the whole crazy thing. stuff. The music is off. The Dude, music tells it's like me. a rave from the 2000s where you're yeah. like, who did this music? Oh, there's so... And she gets... Why, why, why does she go to the hospital in the middle of the night and then she parks like three inches from the edge of the fucking cliff? Uh, there's there's so much to this. Like, this is... I wish that we had done, you know, a drunken Twilight night for this. Mm-hmm. Because this, that's the type of movie this is. It's just... Whew, I'm glad that you got to experience it. Yeah, no, I'm... I'm glad I understand your confusion. <laughs> like it is not a horror movie and no. it quickly becomes apparent apparent. But like the music alone it it just bleeds camp. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, yeah, if I watch this with a comedy in mind, fucking hilarious. As a yeah. horror? No. Yeah, no ex- 100%. I agree with you everything that you said. Uh, so now we're going to go ahead and get to our streaming review, uh, which was brought to us by me. And I wanted us to continue the 9-11 trend to watch Worth. Uh, it's Michael Keaton and his law firm have to take up the task of basically saving the economy and determining how much each person that, uh, was affected some way by 9-11, how much they should be paid. Mm -hmm. And so they, you know, it shows how they go through this this whole formula of who should be paid what and and who gets paid and, and everything had to be like nobody could get paid so you had people who were the breadwinners for their family mm-hmm. that had died 
that weren't able to be paid and i believe that life insurance couldn't be paid until this was paid and they like couldn't double dip on some things uh and stanley tucci basically starts a a, a website um of like why why are some people worth more than other people and it it turns like into fix the fund yeah it turns into like this this i don't want to say an infighting thing but but it, but it definitely turns into we're more than numbers um eventually michael keaton starts talking to people mm-hmm. and realizes that people are a little bit more than numbers um yeah. i don't know where i'm at with okay. this um because it feels like there's a lot left out that would have helped flesh out the story mm-hmm. uh you know were they only able to pay certain people certain amount of money um how you know he, he had this formula and he's like here's what how much people are going to be paid blah, blah blah and then he's like all right well we're going to change the formula but they never kind of went over what they ended up offering people um you, you had the weird subtext of the firefighter who had an affair and like i just i really like the premise of this because i you know you wouldn't want to be a lawyer in the position of having to be a lawyer during this time of like okay well we have to do this and so the story is really interesting the movie is bland, I guess. Um, so I don't know. Tell me what you're feeling. Um, so I my first intention is I like the movie. There's a lot of heavy acting, and it's like just a set piece to see Michael Keaton and Stanley Tucci. But also, like I like the background actors, like the background lawyers and stuff like that that are having to do the. Desp- I don't know what the word is. But basically the interviews and seeing them afterwards the the concept is very interesting but i definitely found myself at the end of it going like why did what did they fix necessarily because i feel like i missed that but suddenly everyone's signing up at the last day they got 95 people i got that yeah it but seemed like I everybody was like signing up something. just because he talked to he them he realized that they were people and not you know numbers and i feel like there's definitely more to it than that Right. Well, basically, he was. He told Stanley Tucci, he's like, "Here, this other dude is just trying to. He, he's gonna. He's gonna coach you on how to make everything bad. He's like, yeah. I'm. Tr- I'm trying to help you. I may not be doing it correctly, but I'm trying to help you. And this other guy's not gonna want to help you. And I guess when he, when he realized, he was like, "Oh, okay. I guess well, we're good." But it didn't really close the deal. Yeah, that, that's. I think that's a part that missed for me. Is I liked. I felt like I liked the movie, but I also felt like I didn't understand what happened. Yeah, uh, and like, that's a failure in the movie. I feel like I got edged for two hours, mm-hmm. and, and then, then it's just like, a feel the good end. moment. Yeah, but I didn't know what was going on. There's some really impactful scenes, like again the whole thing about like the the lady who was supposed to have her first day. Oh. And she's up on the thing. She looks over, and they're literally right next to like Ground Zero and stuff like that. There's some of those things that I think are really good for place settings and stuff. But yeah, I just felt like there's a lot they left out. Yeah, I. I think I gave it a thumbs up just because I couldn't give it a thumbs down. 
you know, I enjoyed it more than I didn't enjoy it, but I don't know mm-hmm. if I can recommend it. I feel like I can recommend it just on acting, but again, it's not perfect. No. I mean, see, Michael Keaton and Stanley Tucci together had some great scenes. They were really good together. And they're two like my favorite actors, so. But it's, yeah. I, um, it, it's like three-fourths of a movie. It's like a Netflix movie where you're like, where's your editor? And they're like, we don't buy, we don't. We don't pay those type of people. Yeah, what about that? Yeah, I don't know much else for that. But I would say give it a shot, but also understand that it's missing stuff. Like, I feel like you need to have a Wikipedia article up with it. Yeah, I I feel like there needs to be a documentary that goes into the details of this mm-hmm. movie. <laughs> I would watch that. As terrible uh, as that would be. Uh, all right, so we're going to go ahead and get to the, oh, uh, this week's nerd news. Um, definitely not as as hey, busy buddy. as we last week was. A streaming review. Oh, shit. You're right. Jeez. Wow. I mean, we Just... did it. Yeah. Anyway, so for this week's streaming review, God, I'm. I'm yeah, it's bad. It's a day. Uh, <laughs> okay. We have a suggestion from our uh, listener, Christy, who wants us to watch. What's the name of it again? It's called Vacation Friends. Vacation Friends. It's got John Cena, uh, Lil Rel. I've never heard of this movie. Neither have I. So we'll see what happens. It's on Hulu. I just uh, love how Christy suggested. I, no, I appreciate. Like I appreciate the suggestions. Oh, no, I mean literally how she's like. Here I am with another movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. The good thing is we've got what two weeks, and then we do horror movies. So. I can't wait for her list. I'm curious to see if she's got any new ones for us. Yes, not malignant. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> uh, if you have anything you want us to watch on basically any streaming site, let us know at battenhammergmail.com, battenhammer on Twitter, Geek on Facebook. You can reach me. I'm at Taro Skippy. I'm at Crankalis. Make sure to like us, love us, and share us on pretty much everything Tuesday mornings. And um, yeah. All right. So now we're going to get to this week's nerd news. Um, and we're going to start, I mean, we're going to basically end with Marvel like we always do. But the first thing we're going to talk about is uh, on September 25th, there's going to be a a Netflix event called Tutum, <laughs> which is basically going to show a whole bunch of stuff that Netflix is working on for TV shows and movies and, and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm interested to see. I know that we've got Witcher coming up in December. Um. I'm about to say, like, I know they also... Isn't the DC fandom coming up soon, too? Yeah, that's in October. October okay. 5th, I think? Uh, we talked about it on the last show. Yeah. Uh, the date and everything. So, yeah, the October 22nd, maybe? The, the fandom is coming up, and I imagine we'll get our teaser for Flash then. Well, I was just curious. I thought they were happening at the same time. I didn't realize. I forgot that it was in October. Yeah, no, one's this, the the Tutum. I don't need, I'm sure it's, it's an acronym for something, but I don't care enough to figure out what it is. Uh, it is September 25th, and then the fandom is October. Uh, I can't wait to see more Witcher. I think I need to rewatch the first season. I kind of want to watch rewatch the first season because I forget that that was two years ago at this point. Yeah, and they also have the animated series too. Oh. Interesting. I think it's done by the same studio that did Castlevania. But it's completely separate, right? I believe so. I don't believe it's connected. Well, I don't think it's connected directly to Geralt, or however you say his name. 
I think. Well, I think The Witcher is always uh, Geralt, but I think this is. I think it's just a different telling. I guess you could say. I'm not sure, I uh, but I don't think the TV yet. show and the an- and the animated one are simpatico. But I could be. I mean, I could be wrong. I didn't even realize there was a an anime. Mm-hmm. I may have to give that a shot. I still need to uh, finish Castlevania, honestly. Are uh, I've st- I've watched a few episodes of Castlevania. I didn't love it, so maybe I need to sit down and watch it. I like season two better than season one. I've heard it's great, and I've watched a little bit of season one. And I was like, "This is fine." So, but... I think it's really good. Maybe oh, I, maybe great. I need to like sit down and actually watch it. It is definitely not something I feel like that's actually a TV show. It's just a movie broken up in multiple parts. So I would say it's worth watching it as if it was a movie rather than a TV series. Okay. Because they're pretty short episodes and there's not too many of them. So I figured that would be the better way to approach it rather than a movie. It's the same way I, I feel about Megadoon on Apple TV. Like that's that's definitely a movie that was just broken up. Uh, all right, so we have uh, Anthony Mackie, our favorite captain, has been cast in the Twisted Metal TV series on Netflix. <laughs> That's my thought exactly. <laughs> <clears throat> not not for Mackie, but just that that show exists. Yeah, I don't. This is like fifteen years too late. I <laughs> and it's not something I really think I care about. I hope they don't. Like, I would rather them do, like, a Carmageddon thing than maybe a, tw- uh, a Fast and the Furious type thing, you know? Like, I hope they keep it twisted metal where, you know, the cars are actually fighting each other and blowing each other up and you have, you know, a Mad Max type thing. That would be kind of fun, maybe. It could be. I have no hope for this, but it could I, Especially a TV series? I don't know how you're going to really stretch out that concept. It does make me kind of want to go play the original... Twisted Metal 2, but I'm sure that has not aged well. No, it hasn't. I'm sure it hasn't aged well. I mean, all you do is drive around and blow up other cars. Like, there's no plot to it or anything. Not really, no. Oh, and they did the the Twisted Metal, what is it, Black on PS3? That's mm-hmm. the last one. And that was... Gosh, that was over 10 years ago. Yeah, it was a while ago. Um, and then, of course, with Marvel News, we got a new, or our first look at Hawkeye. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. For a um, it looks like every other Marvel TV show currently. Mm-hmm. Which is, I don't know if I, like, all of the TV shows are passing the mantle to the new the new versions, and I'm like, this is... Eh, alright, I guess. I mean, they're uh, trying to build have... their expanded universe by adding more people into it. Yeah, you have Haley Stanfield, who was the girl in Bumblebee. Okay. Um. Yeah, it looks like they're being Hawkeyes together. <laughs> yeah? But I don't I mean, think it's, it's his Christmas daughter. Weekend? No, it's not his daughter. Which... Doesn't his daughter become Hawkeye? No, this is like a completely separate other person in the comics, at least. Right, but in the comics, doesn't his daughter become Hawkeye? I don't think so. I he calls did. her Hawkeye in like Endgame, but that's about it. Hmm. 
I think he's just giving her a cute nickname because none of her. I don't think his kids do. I don't know. I don't know enough about Hawkeye to to really comment, but we'll see, we'll be seeing this around Christmas time this year. So Christmas is going to be loaded with some some uh, some nerd stuff. I mean, I'm more excited about Dune in October. Yeah, that's right around the corner. Uh, but I'm I, I'm excited to see what the Matrix offers me. Oh yeah, I forgot that's on twenty second. So I think I think it's the date. Yeah, it's right right around Christmas, but I think it's the twenty second. So total side tangent. You know we were talking about like stylized kung fu and everything. So I did get to go see Shang Chi again. Okay. And this time not like past exhausted. I liked it more. But there's still the things that we talked about last week. I'm like, still piss me off. Yeah, I liked it, but the more I think about it, the more the plot holes come out. And it's like, oh. Oh yeah, they're big. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... But I did like it better. Like, I think last week I came in and I was, like, angry. <laughs> but that's because I watched it, like, half asleep. I'm like, that's never a good idea. I've never angry watched a Marvel movie, but apparently now I have. Right. No, it's... Again, I'm not... I mean, I'm not excited for Eternals at all. And it's... I'm less excited for Eternals than I was for Shang-Chi. Yeah, I was, I mean, I would agree. I was more excited for Shang-Chi than Eternals. Because I think I'm more invested in, like, a single character origin story versus, like, whole team origin story. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Eternals looks pretty, but it looks super heady. It and looks... I don't know if they're going to be able to pull that off. It looks a little too... It looks like it's sniffing its farts too much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Good South Park reference. <laughs> I appreciate you. Thank you. <sighs> All right, so uh, now we're going to go ahead and get to our this week's pod question, which was brought to us by you. Yeah, reminded to me by you. I <laughs> wanted to remember, uh, but I wanted to ask, what is your favorite angry song? Like a stupid song, whatever you do to get like more angry when you are angry. Not something to calm you down, something to amp you up. No, I like it. That's actually a fun question. I don't know if you're going to accept my answer, uh, but can my answer just be Rammstein? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, anytime I that I'm good. angry, I can listen to Rammstein and be angrier. Um, that's a really good one that, that, that like, hits and gets me really, really it just in that spot of like yes, I'm so angry. Just like pretty much anything by Rammstein can can make me mad or if I need to be. Serious uh, question, but not really serious question because I think I know the answer. I'm guessing you mean German, not the English versions, right? Or it doesn't matter. Um, it doesn't matter. Uh, you know, there there's something about like there's something about a German speaking band that's very, I don't want to say that's very German, but they, Rom, you know Rammstein's sound, uh-huh. and so there's something about him when he's like, "You have a pussy, I have a dick," <laughs> and you're just like, "I love you, Till." I, I always kind of wanted him to read like children's like night bedtime stories or something oh, like that. Oh yeah, because I think that would be an amazing album, and I would absolutely buy that. He does have he has a voice for it. Yeah, he does. Uh. Are you going to accept Rammstein? I'll accept Rammstein, but I'm curious, what's your favorite 
<sighs> Man, I don't know. Um, I feel like the cop out is always like Duhas. Yeah, but like that's the one that I learned who Rammstein was. Mm-hmm. Um, but like. They have a lot of songs that, you know, I don't speak German, so I'm like, I don't know the name of the song, okay. but I know the song. Um, but I can't think of of a particular one. I really like um, Angel, which is from, I think, the Sengsuk CD. And again, I don't, speak, I don't speak German, so if any of that's wrong, I apologize. Uh, but I always imagined like, that would be my entrance song if I was a wrestler. Because it starts out with like this rest, this uh, this whistling of like. Oh my god! Yes, I know that song. And it's just... and it's like yeah. That song I know because it's like attached to an anime music video that I saw back in the day, and I can never separate those two songs. Like so. oh nice. So I hear it and I see the video and I'm like, remember oh, FMDs? Oh, back in the day. <laughs> what about you? Um, mine's really dumb, and it's very cheesy, and mine's let the bodies hit the floor. It's stupid. Okay. I mean, it's not dumb. It's... But I love it, and it's really fun. It's stupid easy to sing along, especially when you're really angry, and I just need something simple. Duhas is a very good backup. But uh, Romstein in general, yes. Yep. Yeah, very exactly. Romstein in general. I really like, like, Disturbed is good if I'm really angry. Oh, my God. Down with the Sickness will always get me. Like, seeing them do it live was... Not as good as I wanted it to be. They are so bad live, and I'm they're very uh, yeah. Like I was so saddened. Like the best part of their their whole show was when they were doing covers. Honestly, because yeah. I was like, I mean, I like all their songs. Like they were playing their songs, and I was like, yeah, these songs are awesome. But they didn't bring anything that I couldn't get listening to it on the radio. I was like, it was oh. like, um, was there's no stage presence. Same thing. It's just not know. a stage show worthy. Nobody yeah. likes Five Finger Death Punch, so that's that's your fault there. <laughs> but but they just had no stage presence, and I was just like, well, you guys are fine, I guess. You know, like, eh. Uh, all right, so for this you... week's pod question, I want to know who is your favorite comic book character that has not appeared in a movie? And unfortunately, I have to remove Zaz from this because technically he was in Birds of Prey. <laughs> I mean, oh, Andy was in Batman Begins, technically, but technically he was in Birds of Prey, which he wasn't. Fuck Birds of Prey, that was a movie. Not my Zaz. Oh, yeah. I was trying to remember where he was in that movie, and I was like, oh, right, he was, uh, what's his name, Ewan McGregor's, like, right-hand man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But he wasn't Zaz, he was just a dude yeah. who had a name of Zaz, because... That was not my zazz. Uh, Alright, so let us know your answers at BattenHammerGmail.com, BattenHammer on Twitter, Spike the Geek on Facebook, you reach me on my Taro Skippy. I'm at Craig Kalis. Make sure to like us, love us, and share us. Again, pretty much anywhere. If you don't see us there, how are you listening to us? Let us know. <laughs> Zing! Uh, okay, so we are going to get to our spoiler-filled review of Ted Lasso Episode 7. Is that what mm-hmm. we're on? Um, so if you don't want to hang around for that, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to episode 415 of Spreck Geek. So for Spreck Geek, I'm Bat. And I'm Hammer. Embrace your geek. Have a great week. I fucking like you, okay? <laughs> I mean, you kind of called it, right? I, I mean, I, again, I can see where this is going, but I still really love the show.
I mean, it's very predictable. Like, the idea, like, Jackie and I are watching it, and obviously she's seen it all, but watching it again is still really fun. Or watching it for her is really fun. For me, I'm like, I know where it's going. I don't care. I love this. Uh, so in this one, we have Roy and Keeley are having a, a, a spat, I guess you could say, um, as to what their their relationship is. He kind of can't get over the fact that she used to bang Jamie Tart, who's like his his mortal enemy. <laughs> um, and this is kind of Roy's episode. You have a little bit of Ted Lasso, uh, especially with the, what is it, the Diamond Dogs? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's mainly Roy's episode, and um, so him and Keely are having their their issues, and he's trying to get past the fact that she used to date Jamie Tart. But what you have at the end is uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but but Becca's secretary, I guess you could call him. Oh yeah, who's like? You need to tell Ted Lasso what the plan is, or I quit. She's like, "You're not going to quit." He's like, "I'm out," um, and it kind of puts her in a spot of of having to inform Ted that he was hired to basically tank the team, and now the team isn't tanking. And yeah, I, something like I actually really liked as well because this is the part where they're having issues. I'm trying to confuse if I confuse the last episode. But it was the so Keely and Roy are having issues talking and we're like that. Jamie comes back a little bit, and that whole idea of like I don't know. I think it, I just kind of liked watching Keely and Roy's interactions because every time I was like, oh, they're going to be doing something fair. There's going to be some like, weird drama, and there ends up not being drama, and they end up just kind of hashing out. Yeah, I, I like the the scene of her being a reporter. You know, it was kind of sweet. Independent woman. <laughs> web edition independent woman magazine it's just, you know it was really cute yeah it was it was cute it was fun it was it was you got to see roy kind of uh let his guard down a little bit which you don't see much mm-hmm. um but yeah the show's still fun I, I i recommended it to my brother last night i was like you have to watch this um and again i, I still recommend it i I fucking love it. Again, the characters are fun. I don't know how long it'll go for, but I'm excited to... It's something I've said already before, but I'm like, I'm just excited to see where it goes. Because I don't know how long it'll go for. It was funny, because I even heard it being talked about on NPR, and I'm like, yay, Ted Lasso! Because <laughs> some I, of the people well, that are in the, the area were like trying to comment on it, of like what they thought about it. Some people were pissed, because they felt like the second season is apparently too Americanized. And I was just like, oh, I mean, it... it it is an American show. Mm-hmm. Just shot in England. Yeah. Uh, but, like, uh, there's... I, I didn't click on it because I didn't want anything to be spoiled, but th- there was something about the guy who plays Roy insists that he's not a CG character, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, I wanted to read it, but I'm like, I'm not going to... I'm not going to read it. Uh, I have not seen that. But I'll, <laughs> I'll mean, wait. I'll why good. would you? You're not on the internet. I'm not usually no. No. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to see more. I love it. It's something I've actually spoke to a couple of people like, "Hey, you should watch it." I'm like, I'm actively promoting the show because it's good. Yeah, it's really good. Like, I'm kind of weirded out that Apple has some pretty decent shows. Like, I love Ted Lasso. Did really you see like that for there's, all there's uh, Tom Hanks is going to be in a show with a robot and a dog? 
Wait, Either what? a show or a movie. Wait, what? I think it's a movie. Like Tom Hanks is going to be in a show or a movie with a robot dog? Robot and a dog. Sure, I'm down. You, but I was just like, what? I think it's November. I'm like, this seems very odd to me. <laughs> it's art housey, but it's Tom Hanks. I'll watch Tom Hanks in anything. Right. Like, Tom Hanks could be taking the trash out, and I'm like, this is going to be very moving. <laughs> I'm probably going to end up crying, because he doesn't want to throw the trash away, but at some point he has to just let the trash go. You're like, is the trash filled with, like, maybe some stuff from his last relationship or a kid that passed away? And then you see the family come around there, and you're like, okay, maybe it's just the trash. Oh, he failed at dinner last night. Oh. I know that he wouldn't do it, but I'd love to see Tom Hanks in a Silence of the Lambs type. Roll him as a villain? Yeah. I don't like, think he would ever do it. I think I'd rather see him more like uh, Seven. Have him be like Kevin Spacey. Like you never see it coming kind of thing. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would like love... Uh, and then he just turns to be the evil son of a bitch. But the problem with that is like you didn't see Kevin Spacey throughout the movie at all. Yeah. Like I would like to see Tom Hanks maybe as a detective, like kind of like Dexter. Mm-hmm. Where he's trying to find a killer, so he's, but he is the killer, so he's leading clues to go to something else, and then at the end of the movie, you realize that he's the killer or something. That like, <gasps> Tom Hanks. Like, I would watch the fuck out of that because Tom Hanks as a villain would be. I don't think he would ever do it, but it would be nice to see. And I don't mean like Road to Perdition type of villain. I mean, like actual villain. I mean, I love to see that in general because, yeah. Now I need to go watch uh, whatchamacallit um, Castaway again, because it's been too long. I loved Castaway. I, 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 was, I, I actually started watching The Terminal again, because I was like, this movie's oh, so God. good. The Terminal is underrated. And something yes. I can remember, do you know when it came out, like year-wise? 99 or 2000? Because I was trying to remember if it came out before or after 9-11. Before... Because I had this story in my head that it was after 9-11 and it was trying to re-romanticize, like, air travel. No, I'm pretty sure um, it was before. Um, let me... Oh, 2004. No 2004? Wow. Yeah. Hmm. But, dude, that movie is definitely undersold by a lot of people. It's really fucking yeah. good. I love that movie. Yeah. It's also really fun if you try to imagine that combined with, like, uh, Castaway, and you're like, oh, dear lord. <laughs> you know, I just thought about, that's a really good panel idea. That's a double feature. No, do a panel of trying to figure out, like, the, some of the most popular movies of, like, popular actors, and try to make it one storyline. Oh, uh, like John Wick and Matrix type of thing? Yeah, but, like, for this one, be like, hey, Terminal is the first part, and, like, Castaway is, like, the second part. And then, like, Road to Perdition is, like, when he goes to a time machine and goes back in time because he's been so traumatized by all of people. Titanic is in, is Inception, where Leo is dreaming and he's on board the yes. Titanic at one point. And when he, like, passes out, he wakes up on the beach. <laughs> oh, my God, the beach. Oh, the beach. I'm just telling you, man, this this is a pop. This is a good, uh, this is a good idea. Let's try this. Interstellar, where uh, Matthew McConaughey travels back in time to... Days of Confused, he's like, he's all, like right, all, right, all right, all right, all right. That's what I love about wormholes. You get older, 
I stay the same age. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> Uh, Alright, so that'll do it for this week's episode. Uh, Once again, you can find us basically everywhere. uh, And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Uh, are you going to edit this podcast at all? I can. Yeah. Good, because I got to pee. Go pee. Okay, thank you. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> You're welcome. Welcome back. <laughs> thank you. Uh, all right, I'll give you a, a nice break of silence so you know where to... All that jazz. I do it fine. Oh, I never got to tell you the shit. Jenna reminded me. So we wanted to nickname... The um, the the devil guy Gabriel to Terry the Teratoma. <laughs> oh my god! Isn't it precious? I mean, it's that can fucking we, movie. Like, 